Welcome in to another episode of Mozzie and and who and the muscle. That's who. The it's muscle. Been, <laughs> so it's been a bit again, but um, not a whole lot's happened. I'm, I'm glad we got this time right after the first week of the preseason, though, because there's a big lull of news for a while. Then the preseason and training camp gets a lot of stuff in, so um, we get more, we get a little more to talk about. Um, we're getting so close. We're so close. Yeah, we had we had preseason. I. I watched like I watched preseason, so that's big. Me too. What on earth is wrong with me? Yeah, we're it's being in dynasty leagues now, man. That's how. <laughs> I'm like so starved for football. I'm willing to watch the preseason games, even if it's just like six seconds of my favorite players. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and like I mean, obviously, my one of my favorites, Chad Kelly. He balled out, <laughs> he and balled I, as I talked out. about briefly before we started recording. Um, Chad Kelly, second-year quarterback of the Denver Broncos, has now been promoted to the second team. Um, he is now officially the backup over Paxton Lynch, former first-round pick, probably a bust. Um, <laughs> probably. Yeah, literally John Elway. Probably. Yeah, John Way. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to say probably. I'll give the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we've, we've had better comeback stories. But, like, sure. yeah, John Elway is the only guy who still wants him there. So <laughs> It's going to work out, guys. I got into Trust a bit with someone about how, like, this year looks a lot better, but like John Elway's drafts have been awful, abysmal. Yeah, yes. they've been so bad. There's been so many busts. Like he's been good to free agency. Like he got Peyton Manning, and then like there's not much else after that. Like that that helped him bring in more people, but like he he's drafted horribly. And like people talking about how like John Elway doesn't know what he's doing, but like the draft, like that's pretty straightforward. So he probably turned over a little more power on that this year because it it was a pretty decent draft they had. I thought this year. I want to see who they drafted in 2016. It was 2017. There's, there's been a lot of bad drafts lately, but um. Oh goodness. Yeah, it's it's been real rough. It's been really rough. <laughs> Yikes. But um. Oh Paxton. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for Chad Kelly. As I've, if you listened to this show before, I probably mentioned him every episode. So um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anything anything you wanted to get into before we go on some news? Man, I know it's just preseason, but so many of the rookie quarterbacks looked good. And then so many, like, a lot of the hype around certain players were actually coming true. I don't know. Saquon Barkley looked pretty good. Yeah, dude. He, he didn't suck. Broke off that nice big run. That was good. That was, like, right away, everyone wanted to see that. He, he did it, of course. Um, um, did you want to mention Chubb at all? So I've been, I've been debating this with people on Twitter a lot. Um, like... Uh, admittedly, okay, so I'll start by ad- giving the admission, and then I'll defend him. So, admittedly, near go. the end of some of like some of it, like his last couple runs looked a little more tentative than he has been in his past. Well, one, it's the first preseason game, and two, it's be it's probably because the line was doing nothing for him the whole game <laughs> that he just decided like like. So this I call it the Doug Martin syndrome. So like, oh no. <laughs> so like Doug Martin, he's he's a good runner, but. When there's nothing there, he tries way too hard to make something out of nothing, and that was an, that was one of the few knocks on Saquon. That's something Chubb never did during college, really, but he did a couple of times in the preseason game. But if you look at all the runs, he like what was it? There's a stat he had 26 yards after contact, but he gained 11 yards on 15 carries. Jesus. Yeah. So like basically he was getting I think well I don't know if this is exactly right but like he was pretty much on average getting touched. A yard behind the line of scrimmage so like basically yeah yeah and he did pretty decent on his reception as though i'm um, here like the one the one catch but yeah i don't know yep. 
They need Pe- to give him Serrano the first team line. I thought people were absolutely decimating him online, but truthfully, he didn't look that bad to me. Yeah, looking at the clips, like there were there were many many runs where like he should have got like gotten a three yard loss, and he got into like back to the line of scrimmage or a two yard gain or something, which doesn't look that good, but it's better than it could have been. He he was showing some really good shit out there, so I was like, even though the numbers aren't gonna say he's good, like I. I have good hopes at least it'll be okay it's on preseason game exactly yeah i mean a lot of rookies don't look at the first preseason game unless you're baker mayfield but (laughs) (laughs) were you were you all over the baker train i was glad with what i saw i don't know how else to say it i like i was nervous i think cleveland picked somebody who's gonna be a little more safe which is good he yeah. seemed more safe. He was doing high completion throws, like more of that West Coast system. And he had a couple good, like deeper ones, but he looked safe mm-hmm. and not terrible. <laughs> yeah, Tyrod played well too. He balled out he as well. So that's gonna be interesting to see. Start. Yeah, I think I think Tyrod to Landry is gonna be a good connection. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Apparently, Landry. Did you see the clip of him from Hard Knocks? Basically, just like cussing out everyone in the receiver room. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Telling him to play better. Yeah. Oh, dude, my favorite clip from Hard Knocks. I haven't watched the second episode yet. The first episode, there's a clip, there's a scene or whatever where they're in the meeting room and Hugh Jackson's talking and like they bring something out of the running backs coach does or whatever and then Todd Haley says something and like Hugh's like this is my team, this is that and like there obviously there's more to it but like Todd Haley's face during that like he looked like he was about to explode. He's like this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Josh Rosen didn't go there. Um, <laughs> Rosen looked pretty decent. Um, the, man, the he team, did. The team around him, like, not to like give all these guys like slack, but like, I think half the snaps hit the ground. But like <laughs> when he was playing, <laughs> I was watching him and Chad Kelly simultaneously. So that was fun. Um, I didn't. I get to look at anything from Darnold yet, um, except for, like one or two clips. He looked pretty good on the touchdown. He looked um, sharp. He looked sharp. Allen pleasantly surprised. Allen looked pretty decent. Um, he did. Obviously, he had a, like not like he had that one. Obviously, that one that's a gif now, more or less. And then he had a couple other pretty off-target throws. But like that touchdown, like you, you like even the replay, you hear the thud, the th- th- like that, like thud of how fast he throws it. So like it's pretty much he showed his promise and he showed his like fucking up <laughs> he does really have quite a nice arm he made some fucking bomb throws yeah he has with it, not much effort <laughs> and that's the thing like starting him over mccarran or peterman will at least appease the fan base more like right at least at least alan's more fun to watch like regardless of if he's doing well or not he's at least entertaining so like it's yeah, more fun did. to go like ah Ah, oh, then be like ah oh, the whole time. So. <laughs> just be uh, yeah, the whole it's, time. it's a roller coaster. So did McCarron even play? I think he had a couple, didn't he? Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't. It's, eh, it doesn't matter. Does it really so, matter? So forgettable. God. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one cares about him. McCarron, so shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, so on to news. Um, <laughs> um, back to the news. Yeah, as um, as most people have seen by now, um. Running rookie running back Darius Geis of the Redskins tore his ACL. Um, that's a bummer. That does suck a lot. 
That sucks a lot, real lot. Yeah. Um, as far as implications from that, it's. I don't know if I want Kelly or Pirine as the other running backs. Obviously, Chris Thompson's in line for more work, I think, but he's not even 100%. So. Yeah, he's going to get work regardless. It's kind of deciding which of the other two is going to get it. I'm yeah. not really sure. They signed uh, Kelly uh, missed all of last year, basically. Yeah, they signed Alfie, Alfred Morris, right? Oh, uh, the Niners did. Oh, the ni- oh, Niners did. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I thought mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, Niners signed Alfred Morris because he's used to Shanahan. Um, Redskins claim they're not going to sign anyone, but <laughs> they should. Yeah, they might need to. We'll see about that. Some Peterson's still looking for a job. Yeah, maybe they'll trade for Hyde. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Get a Nick Chubb chance. <laughs> um, just a couple. Yeah, ideas. so that's a bummer. Um, it's basically Rob Kelly might have he like. It's basically Rob Kelly's floor, Pirine a ceiling. If like depends what you're looking for. If you want to like shoot for max upside, I would go for Pirine just because like they they want him to do well. Like they dra- they they drafted him last year. What they spend on him? Because like obviously like they kind of like Rob Kelly, and if he's in better shape, <laughs> for, uh, Pro Football Reference has his nickname as Fat Rob, which is hilarious. But uh, fat, so yeah, Pirine, fat Rob. A big dude. Well, he was. You're... Yeah, like I said, apparently he's Fit Rob now. Fit Rob. Yeah, where where did they draft Pirine? I thought it, yeah, fourth round. Okay, some some draft capital. So like they want him to do well. Yeah. But. I don't know. It's just kind of, it just sucks now. Regardless, I guess I would wait to see how the next preseason game shakes out and who starts. But yeah, I have, I honestly don't know. I'm I would be avoiding this backfield entirely in fantasy. Yeah, like the they tried to run last year didn't work. Obviously, the line is going to be healthier, but I don't think it's going to be that profitable. Um, another torn ACL. You've got Deion Kane, um, Colts rookie wide receiver. He was apparently flashing a lot during camp. Was going to kind of push Ryan Grant for that number two job, but I think the main implication from this is Ryan Grant is firmly the number two receiver, and that's most of it. Yeah, and we liked what we saw out of him last year. Yeah, I was I was kind of high on Kane coming in. He was always a good fantasy like uh, daily choice because he was incredibly cheap, but he was oh Ryan Grant, yeah, 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 because he was pretty because he was going to get that big contract from Baltimore, and then he. Failed his physical. Uh huh. Michael Crabtree was quote. available. Um, and <laughs> that's so that shady. Was with the Colts. So I mean, yeah, like <laughs> uh, speaking. But speaking of shady, um, so his um, so shady of McCoy, um, his what is it? Girlfriend is filing. What was it? Um, I mean, what was the headline? She's suing him, right? She's suing him for um, an injury lawsuit. There we go. Filed a personal injury lawsuit against McCoy today. So. Jeez, that's that's that is shady for shady, isn't it? Man, it's um, shady for shady. Yeah, not to make too much light of it. Obviously, like that's my natural instinct. Everything is to make light of it, but um, that's how we cope sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is getting um very risky. Like I said, if if you feel that he drops enough in your draft to make it worth the risk, go for it. But at this point, I I don't see even if he does play all season. Like, he's I, I can't remember like what the exact number is, but he's he's past the point of like the number of touches or carries where running backs break down. Um, I guess you can say that instead of age. He's on the Bills. He's on the Bills. He's on the Bills. 
here, even though he got all these like catches last year, like how many touchdowns are they going to score all year? Like, <laughs> like if they score like what they may score twenty on the year. Twenty. What I, I mean, that's what is it? Twenty four be one and a half a game, right? Yeah, that's that's about where I'll put it. And if they if they throw for sixteen. Um, I mean, that, I feel like 16 is like a very, like leaving eight rushing touchdowns is generous, I think. Yeah, so, that's, I mean, that's leaving room for if the QB like runs it in or something. Yeah, because Josh Allen will run it. Like basically what I'm saying is McCoy has, his ceiling is super low. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and things aren't looking good for him. So Like in PPR, he might have a nice like floor for you, but there's not going to be like, he'll have a lot of finishes as like an RB, like RB 24 on the, on the week. Like he's, but he's never, he's never going to win you a week this year. So I don't know. I'm staying away from him because the risk does not, as there's a, the reward does not outweigh the risk in my opinion. Right. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I, we talked about it a little bit earlier too in the season that like I wasn't super high on him regardless. Mm-hmm. And now this is, but now that he might, it's, he might be a shithead. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He is alleged shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly shitheadedry. Um. Anyway, yeah, this is not. It's not looking great for him. But the NFL can sometimes be slow on stuff. So who knows? Um. That's true. I mean, he might not even get suspended until next year at this rate. Yeah, that's how it usually goes. I mean, that happened to Aaron Jones. Um, that may happen with Antonio Callaway, which also, yeah, I guess um, we're gonna bring him up now. I've got to put him on the on the list here. He got caught with weed in his car, and he says it was a friend's weed, and mm-hmm. he hasn't driven the car since it got shipped here from Florida. <laughs> right. Yeah. But man. he has a suspended license. So. Yikes. That that's the that's the I heard someone say this earlier. How like as the Browns, how do you not like know that he has a suspended license and like monitor him twenty four seven and make sure he's not driving with a suspended license? When you know well, he's a, there's like an NFL soldier. service too of of basically like a permanent lifter Uber. Yeah, it's not like he can't get a fucking Uber or like a teammate can drive him to practice or he can ride a bike like Juju. Like I don't know, like. Yeah, man, Juju rode his damn bike to practice. Yeah, like I, I, I'm sure if he calls if he calls Hugh up, like Yo Hugh, um, like I my license is suspended, like. I needed to get to practice. Can you help me out? Or kill range something. If he calls, you know, the GM or just something like the team will help him out. Like you see what they're handling Josh Gordon the right way. Like, I feel like if this kid who also has a troubled pass reached out for help and was transparent, that would help. That would be beneficial. But it sounds like he wasn't transparent and didn't really tell the Browns everything. They kind of brushed it off as like, Oh, rookie mistake. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. He looked so good too. I mean, he played a lot. So even- he is good. Because they traded Corey Coleman, they 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 believe in him, obviously. Right. But, yeah. Um, for nothing, they traded him for nothing. Yeah, that's. I, I, <laughs> I keep, we keep bringing up all these things I forgot to put on this list, but yeah, Corey Coleman got traded for actually nothing. A twenty twenty seventh rounder. Like twenty twenty seven. Like he's he's, he's kept he keeps hurting his hands, <laughs> but like, yeah, like when he's been on the field, he's been fine. But I guess the Browns just are done with him. So I don't know. I feel so bad for him. Like going from the Browns, like oh, how could it get worse? Buffalo, oh no. <laughs> That's Buffalo, how. no. <laughs> like 
that's that how sucks. it can get. Maybe he wasn't fitting with the culture. They probably. Yeah. I feel like they have a good culture there now. Yeah, I, and it was kind of chilly in Buffalo. So who's going to be Corey Coldman now? Oh so. God. All right, that's uh, a wrap. <laughs> we're done. That is this episode of Mossy. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, both of them are shit show. Do, show. Do, you, do you think that um, Coleman's gonna call out Deshaun Kaiser now that he's with Kellen Benjamin for calling out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did you see the little uh, spat between Cam and Kelvin Benjamin? Yeah, that was so funny. It's very interesting interaction. Yeah. Uh, the best part, though, is the Shannon Sharp rant, rant you've sent me. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> the buffet line wasn't a good fit for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. Ah, oh, man. It wasn't so, yeah. a good fit. Bill's receivers are Calvin Benjamin, Corey Coleman, Zay Jones. Um, who is who is in the slot? I heard there was someone. It was it Jeremy Curley? Yes, I think that's right. Oh, Curley! Isn't I Jeremy love Curley. Curley. There, I think so. I don't know. Good dude. How do I know this? Uh, yeah, he's a Bill. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So that's that's that. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Isaiah Crowell uh, got concussed on his beast beastly touchdown run. Right. Like, was it worth it, man? It's preseason tears poor one out <laughs> poor i mean just watch poor it one. i mean just about a monitor concussions and hope he doesn't get another one during the season because multiple in a season can be really really rough for these guys right that's i mean that's a big worry about like you know if you the two Devontes, Devontae adams Devonta freeman like concussion worries are like the main thing that would drag them down in dynasty just because they've had a lot so same with travis kelsey you, you just gotta watch it. These guys, like, if if like if they have like more than one in a season, like every I think every time you get a concussion, you're more likely to get another one. I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but I, I think like, I mean, you're not less likely to get another one after you get a concussion, right? Like, no, absolutely not. That's that's supposed to be the rumor. Once you get one, it becomes more likely that you'll have a second, and so on. Yeah. So so just just be, just watch these guys who get concussed. It's like I. Honestly, like that's the most that's like the saddest injury to talk about, just because like with everything that's happening. Yeah, like that that's the thing that can like affect you most long term. Like yeah, like you wake up and your body hurts, but like your brain is you know <laughs> yeah not doing as well. Yeah, and remember some players take a really long time to come back from it. Others don't. It's really like from player to player. I remember what's his face, um, Luke Keekley got a concussion and he missed the rest of the season. Basically, yeah, that was rough too. Um, was I saw someone like, like what if we called concussions like brain injuries? Like they actually are. Like I feel like that would be like way more impactful. Yeah, <laughs> the word I mean, concussion they... like kind of desensitizes it a lot. Concussion. Yeah, it's just just oh, it's a medical term. Formal. Like, but no, it's like it is brain injury. Like, <laughs> like it's cranial damage. What are you gonna call it? Like it's not good. But yeah, watch out for Krill. Anyway, enough of that rant. I could rant about so many things. Um. Alshon Jeffrey might end up on the pup list to start the year. That's a that's a big deal. He got was it shoulder surgery in the offseason for his torn labrum, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, apparently he had it all of last year and just played through it. Yeah. In which Alshon is he for the last couple of years he's been hobbled off and on. So you, you gotta worry that like he this may be 
the year he gets hobbled again, he's just done for good. Yup, I'm not buying in on Jeffrey. I remember what happened in Chicago. He had a great season, and then he got injured. He's good. He came back, and he got injured, and he got injured, and he got injured, and he got traded. Because, like, I don't see him beating last year's output this year, and now he might not play every game. Like, I guess Al Galore stock up, maybe Matt Collins stock up. What, uh, Mike Wallace. Oh, yeah, Mike Wallace is right. Apparently he's been looking good in camp. Yeah, he. Uh, I remember they got him. I think Matt Collins could end up doing pretty well, too. But I yeah, think it's also like reasonable to expect a little regression from the Eagles. Just a little one. Yeah, well, I mean, are we even sure Carson Wentz starts right away? I don't know. Like, he he's he may start week one. Like, I mean, that's why I kept Nick Foles, because, like, honestly, I think there's a good chance Nick Foles plays the first two weeks or something to give Wentz extra time. Because, like, yeah. I, I know that they're going to say, like, oh, like, scaling back his participation in training camp was planned, but, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What happens if full starts week one and blows the other team away like forty two to ten? And that's just that's good. They'll trade him. I don't know. Like they'll wait till Wednesday's healthy then trade him. I guess I don't know. Like right. You think he will end up being like traded to another team by the end of the season, or you think he stays with them? I I would. If I'm making a bet, I would bet he does get traded. Mm -hmm. Because week one they have the Falcons, and like the Falcons' defense is good now. So it is. And like that's I don't, and isn't that that's the first game, right? That's the Thursday night game. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. The so I feel like that, like the extra couple of days, may be enough to say, okay, we're gonna play Foles here. The next week's the Bucks. The Bucks, they have the Bucks and the Colts. That might be, yeah, it might just be week one is Foles. Mm. But I don't, I don't think one starts week one. If I'm being 100 percent honest, it might be just a gut call here. But yeah, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's uh, definitely going to impact his fantasy value, though. Like, um, I feel like people might be a little overly high on him this year, mm-hmm. just because of last year he was he was incredible. But uh, I'm expecting a slight regression from Wentz personally. Yeah, I mean, it's it's likely that there is because of what his touchdown percentage was. But yeah, so they've and got fools at least. Um, yes, yeah, that's the upside. Um. Was it, I know they've been resting Foles on off to make sure he's good for one he'll never have to start a game. But yeah, I think Wentz has a little bit of regression ahead. I mean, obviously, like a lot of what you said about Watson too. Obviously, we'll talk about those two later. But a lot of guys have regression coming in different directions. I mean, it's not like he's gonna suck though. Like he'll be fine. But no, I, yeah, he won't suck. I won't, won't be, be drafting like, him though, given his ADP. It won't be like 2016 Dak to 2017 Dak. <laughs> yeah, his average draft position right now, he's going as the fifth quarterback off the board at pick 56. Okay. But that's still way too high. Like, I'd rather have Cam Newton, like, right after him. I think people are just superstitious because it's, uh, it's an even-numbered year for Cam. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, yeah, like, the I best would... cast around him he's ever had, though, right? Like, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cam's one of my guys, like, if... If I'm in round, like, eight and Cam's still there, it's going to be hard not to take him. Because, like, for me, like, he's 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 up there with Russ and Rodgers for me this year at least. He should be in that conversation. I think the other two are, are a little better, but I think he's in that tier. Was it, I'm pretty sure over the last, like, 
three years, all this stuff. I think Cam's had like the like people say that Cam is like like an up and down quarterback, but I'm pretty sure he's had like the least. Um, what was I was gonna say the the, the fewest like bus games. I was gonna say like the least variance in his fantasy. Yeah, scores. I'm just find that while we go through this, but um. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about some of these would you rather QBs later. Um, oh, yeah. More on Eagles QBs, though. Did you see who they signed? Christian fucking Hackenberg. <laughs> Good Lord. Release He's competing. Hacken. QB controversy, right? <laughs> yeah. Who, need, who needs Wentz? Who needs Foles? You've got the goat. <laughs> Just kidding. Christian Hackenberg makes no. me drink. Blake Bortles is the goat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shirt. <laughs> I forgot about that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's not there anymore it's just funny but whatever um nate sudfeld continues to impress in preseason two which i think yeah. is funny <laughs> that's, honestly like it's funny how like good some of these backup quarterbacks look in the preseason like fucking kyle Sloter like killed it right that's why it's kind of like if you don't do well in preseason that's not good that's why like it's it's a good sign that all of the rookie quarterbacks did at least do it pr- pretty well for their first game uh-huh. like because if you don't i mean yeah it's your first game but it is also preseason yeah okay so back to this camp stat um since 20 was it yeah 2015 16 17 or that three-year span so okay last three years um so cam's played those years um he has had the fewest percentages like so like so what these are there's like consistency charts um of his like of all the games he's played, only six point four percent of them have been outside the top twenty four quarterbacks. So he's like only like that's the that's the lowest percentage. So he's at the lowest percentage of like huge bust weeks of any quarterback over the last three years. Jesus. And pe- people say he's like up and down. But he's also had what the fourth most top six quarterback weeks. Well, I think it's uh, it's because he can run. Yeah, let's, exactly. I mean, let's be honest. Because like even if he doesn't have a great game throwing the ball He's still gonna run the fuck the ball a fuck ton and get you a ton of points yeah. that way. And he's he's a quarterback one just under half the time. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback one half the time. That's hilarious. I love it. But yeah, like I said Cam his bust his majorly busted the least of anyone over the last three years. So and he has that weak winning potential. So that's nice. Yeah. Cam. Yeah. I mean, I would. I would rather go Cam at the five oh, yeah, spot. I love, I love Cam. He's, I'm glad I have him. Anyway, I'll, I can rant about him. I'll rant about him more in a bit later. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess last bit of news: uh, Kittle and Burita. So George Kittle, tight end, and uh, Matt Burita, running back of the 49ers, both separated their shoulders. They're pretty much both gonna miss the rest of the preseason and come back right around the start of the regular season. I assume they'll both be back in time, but um, yeah, apparently McKinnon straight like. Pulled or strained his calf muscle, was it? Yeah, his calf, yeah. His calf muscle strain. Mm. So that's why they signed Alfred Morris, a uh, former Shanahan running back star. But um, yeah, I mean, did you see, like basically like I guess more on McKinnon? Obviously, I'm not high on him. Apparently, like it's going to be more of a like one A one B than we, we everyone expected. Oh really? Yeah, like it's it's going to be more of like Breed is probably going to get more work than everyone initially expected. I think. I think that's good, but that's because I'm also like, I I don't like McKinnon. He like I see he's not a good early down runner. Like he's not actually a 
good runner with the ball in his hands unless he catches it first. <laughs> like, it's not a good know, criticism man. to have as a running back. <laughs> yeah, like everyone keeps saying, "Yo, he's the Devonta Freeman." Like I've said over and no, over, he's he not. is not as good of a runner. It's like Devonta <laughs> Freeman is such a good runner. So he is. He's phenomenal. Yeah, Jerick McKinnon doesn't have that center of gravity that he does. He's just like yeah. I think he's just weaker. Yeah, like I mean, it's not even. How long is he was even that? He's just like. He was a quarterback in college. He was like an option quarterback in college. And so like he he's not just he's just not a natural running back. And he's gotten better, but he just, he doesn't have that same vision and like ability to initiate contact. Like that's like I said, he's great with catching the ball and stuff like that, but he's not like if you tell him like I need four yards of carry from you running up the middle a lot of times, he's not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. He- that's why he always was like the backup to like Murray or whoever. Whatever. Yeah, they've got Burita and Joe Williams there. Like I said, yeah, like I, I think Murray's a good running back, but like he, Matt Asiata got early down work over him. If that doesn't tell you what exactly. you need to know, then yeah. But yep. So um, I think that's most of the news and some of our takes on the news. Oh, was there anything else we forgot? Mm-hmm. I think that's good. That's probably pretty good. Okay, so now to the meat of the episode we um got through some of the potatoes we got the meat and then after we'll get to the dessert um the deep dives that's what the series is about it's been a bit since our last deep dive we did what was it running backs and receivers right was that it i think or was it receivers running backs yeah and then we had a break episode in between where we took some stance that's where i ripped on mckinnon and uh talked about my love (laughs) for robbie anderson um Mm. so now i'm gonna be going with um and we'll, we'll do a would you rather of these guys after. Um, Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins. So Alex Smith is Redskins quarterback now. Cousins is Vikings quarterback now. And, um, you know, I wanted to see where these guys would um, pan out. So I, I, I guess to start it, I just started the end briefly. I've got these guys pretty much finishing like right next to each other. Um, what is it in? In a four-point passing touchdown league, I've got them within point zero one points of each other. Like that's sorry, our point zero two. Like I, they're they're like the exact same at four point. Um, Kirk Cousins a little bit ahead in six point um, by like by six points pretty much because um, Smith rushes a little bit more, and you know Kirk's rushing may be down a little bit too. Um, I I said I gave him a, the because be, the last three years Kirk Cousins has had four four and five rushing touchdowns. Um, that might just be like one or two this year. Like that's a day. Like, so he could be down a little lower from that just because of the presence of Dalvin Cook and Kyle Rudolph and Latavius Murray and all not that. having to do everything himself. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Alex Smith, I think, could actually trend up because was he had he had Alex Smith had five rushing touchdowns two years ago, but otherwise only has had like one or two each year and, and gets a lot of extra yards though. But I think. Smith could have his rushing TDs go up some from what I have projected. Um, hmm. I'm mostly going off of some stuff of the coordinators and past performances recently. But, um, yeah, so they're, they're projected about the same. But I do want to add that I think the rushing touchdown like, could vary and swing some of this. Um, so I guess I'll go through how I did it. It's kind of similar how I do a lot of these. Um, I, looked, I, I pull up their careers. Um, I look at all that. And then I look at what system they're in. So um, Alex Smith is going to um, Jay Gruden's system, which um, Gruden, as a head coach and offensive coordinator, has um, 
produced offensive success like he has, especially for quarterbacks. Like, it's just the thing that he's done. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> it's in, in Cincinnati, in, um, in Washington, like, he made Andy Dalton look kind of good. So, I mean, <laughs> that's, I don't know what else to say there. Um, yeah, like, he had, Dalton had, like, from his best years under him. What is it? Yeah, he's, he passed for, 27 and 33 touchdowns in 2012 and 2013. I don't think he's hit that number since. I can check. But, um, and then, like I said, um, the Jay Gruden, obviously there's the issue with Robert Griffin, but he said he got a lot out of Kirk Cousins. And I, I think Alex Smith's talent level is, like, I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins is better than Alex Smith. Like, overall. I don't like, either. They do, they do certain things better than the other, but, like, if you're telling me, okay, which one do you want for starting for your team? Like, it's a pretty even thing NFL-wise. So, like, yeah, I think, it really is. That's a tough one. And so, I think Jake Brood will get a lot of Kirk Cous- or a lot of Alex Smith. So, when I when I did these projections, I took Alex Smith's last five years, so basically his Kansas City years, um, his overall career, like, it's not a whole lot different, but his recent years, he's actually been even safer with the ball. Um, so somehow his so <laughs> over his career he has a 62.4 completion percentage um about a two percent interception rate four percent touchdown rate um average averages about 200 yards a game passing um rushes a little bit you know over the last five years in kansas city um i mean the the, the overall tempo has been up more too that's part of it um yeah but his completion percentage year. was up to 65 percent his touchdown percentage is up to about 4.2. His interception percentage is down to 1.4. Nice. Um, passes for 230 yards a game, about. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's all up. His yards per attempt's a little up. So, obviously, like, playing for Andy Reid is going to help. Like, I mean, Jim Harbaugh's not, like, a bad coach or anything. Um, but, like, before that, he didn't really have anything, anyone that great in San Fran. So, yeah, and, and even, if, even if Alex Smith isn't last year's Alex Smith, which he's not going to be – um, like I like, like I said over and over, all these metrics say, "Oh yeah, he was a great deep passer." Like, you can look it up. Like the separation created by those Kansas City receivers. Like, do you know how wide open Tyreek Hill gets when he burns <laughs> someone? Like, Travis Kelsey runs pretty good routes. Like, I'd say so. The amount of separation that they pretty got good. was insane, and I I don't remember the stat on it, but basically, like I think they also had the most separation on deep routes too. So like. He had wide open bombs. Like Alex Smith is an accurate guy for the most part. So Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that that's part of it. And so I honestly like I think he can take what the system gives him. So I, I think that's a positive for him. Um I but, like Alex Smith in the on the Redskins, personally. Like I, I, I really think that it's a good fit with Jay Gruden. I don't like I, I can see why you have them ranked so closely. Yeah, and so, like, I've got him pretty much kind of in between where Gruden and where Alex Smith has been because the, the pace of play is going to be um, pretty pretty similar, I think. Um, let me see exactly where I have it. But, um, yeah, I think he'll be, the pace of play will be kind of high. Um, cause, so I, I shouldn't use the word pace of play. That's not really accurate. So the Chiefs' pace of play, quote-unquote, is actually kind of low, but they're pretty efficient. Um Jay Gruden's pace of play, I think, is a little higher. I can probably find that on here, actually, if I dig hmm. in more. But um, um, is that on here? Uh, um, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, 
But so Jay Gruden, um, in his career, his quarterbacks average what, 558 attempts, I believe that is right. Yeah, and then 558. 558, and then also usually rush about 40 times. So between rushes, rushes and pass attempts, that's about 597 rushes and passes. Um, Alex Smith has um, been at over the last five years between rushes and passes. What do I have this at? Um, where, what am I looking at? Oh gosh, too many cells that I have not kept track of. <laughs> um, I think he's averaged 580, if that is correct. Um, so just beneath, like that 600. Yeah, but basically, like the pace of, like his number of attempts and all that jazz is gonna go up, as long as I'm looking at the right cells here in my um, Excel sheet. I probably should label this a little better. Um, that'll get you a little bit. But if you're doing a lot of stuff in Excel. Uh, make sure you label literally everything. Um, that is this. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, I traced it back. Yeah. So, 580 passes and rushes. Um, that's, you know, I, I mean, that's what? That's almost 20 more. 17 more about I've got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I rounded a bit. So, it's about 17 more <laughs> passes and rushes. I mean, that's not a huge number of attempts, but like the his, his, his pace or whatever, his. Like the number of passes isn't, isn't going to go down going from Andrew to Jake Gruden, I don't think. No, so absolutely not. I've got him what? I've got him attempting 528 passes, which I feel like is a very fair number. Um, it's going to be that would actually be his career high though. So I mean, I'm I'm pretty much projecting him to pass more just because it's they're going to need to. Like, him to pass more than he he ever has, basically. Yeah, just because they're like so they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be a good rushing team with guys out too now, which that kind of bolsters this a bit in a different way. Um, no, I think they're gonna use Thompson as a pass catching back out of the backfield. Yeah, and we know Alex Smith likes to throw to his running back and his tight ends. So right, this also points to buy Jordan Reed. Um, if you are risky like I am, um, <laughs> this is the year. So yeah, I've got him for about. 3,900 yards passing, 360 yards rushing, couple two rushing touchdowns, 23 passing touchdowns, um, a total of like nine or ten fumbles and interceptions combined because he doesn't turn over much. Um, oh, for sure. And so um, that gets him about 279 points for four-point passing touchdowns, 326 for a six-point. And I, I, I've got him finishing um, around quarterback like eight, for four point and quarterback, you know, ten for six point. So, but a QB one, nonetheless. Um, it's almost the exact. It's pretty much the exact same with um, Kirk Cousins. QB about eight or seven for four point, and then quarterback nine for six point. So it's really about the same. They like, they are probably going to finish back to back if if what I'm doing is a decent process, which I think it might be. But um, with Kirk Cousins, I couldn't do as much. Um, and because okay, Jay Gruden has a lot to go off of, so it was a lot easier to say, okay, here's what Jay Gruden's done, here's what Alex Smith's done. Let me kind of balance that out. With mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, I don't know what John DeFilippo is gonna do. Like, I don't like. You can think, okay, he might throw some Doug Peterson, some Andy Reid, this, this, that, but he's he hasn't been a play caller before. I'm pretty sure. So, and like, I think actually, I think he wasn't. He, didn't we discuss this? Wasn't he for the Browns? Yeah, in he was for the something? Browns. Yeah, but they also had that was McCown, Manziel, and Austin Davis, right? Yeah. Yep. And those are his quarterbacks, so I can't hold that against them. I said <laughs> I like McCown, I'll, but yeah, like for being honest, like 
McCown is low one starter, high end backup. Which, but he he's a great backup to have because of his presence locker. But anyway, back to the point here. Um, I don't know how John DeFilippo is gonna call plays, so I couldn't really do much um, off of like, you know, this. Like I looked at the 2017 Vikings. I'm looking at I'm like, okay, how much will they change? Will any of this affect it? Um, and even I I looked so the 2018 Vikings. Like literally, the only thing that change is changing is Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins. I don't and Pat Shermer, but that's like it. That's like it. Yeah. So like, I don't think that John DeFlippo is gonna like drastically alter the offense. Like it may, the points may come about differently, the targets may go about differently, but I don't think it's gonna be. So I, I guess let me go more into this. Last year, the Vikings attempted 524 passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you do you think that goes up? I don't know if that would go up or not. Like that's not, like it may go up a tiny bit, and like I have him attempting more than that, but I don't have him reaching his career average because he's played with the shittiest defenses. Like oh, for sure, like and the worst uh, offense. Like he's taken a lot of fucking throws. He's been like Matt Stafford out in DC. Yeah, like the last <laughs> however many years, he has averaged like 563 passes a game in the last three years, like over his full starting years. That's a I. Not like a great amount, but like it's obviously not Stafford level, but like it's an okay amount. It's a lot. I'd expect it to go down a little. Yeah, and so that's what I'm. That's what I'm giving him. Like his his completion percentage has actually been pretty good. Like it's about sixty seven percent. I'm giving him about thirty nine hundred yards, twenty five touchdowns. Um, actually, no, twenty six touchdowns. Sorry, wait, no, not thirty. Sorry, I looked at the wrong column. I'm giving him about forty two hundred yards and twenty six touchdowns. <clears throat> okay. Um, about 12 interceptions, and he might run a few in, um, run a few touchdowns in. But that's the thing. Like, it's, it's a lot harder to project the Vikings' plays on the Vikings' play style onto Kirk Cousins than it is the, like, Redskins' play style on Alex Smith because we have a lot of data on, okay, Andy Dalton's worse than Alex Smith, right? Like, yes. I think everyone can agree on that. And that <laughs> so I think Alex Smith can get what Andy Dalton hit like those years. Cause if I look back at it in 2012 and 13, where did they finish? Um, Andy Dalton was QB five and 12 in 2013 and um, 20. Yeah. 2012. So yeah. I mean, yeah, the coordinator is definitely one thing, <clears throat> but like there's definitely tons of other aspects as well. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking like, like the division itself, I mean, NFC East versus NFC North, they're pretty tough divisions both. Yeah. Defensively, like. Let's see. So, Eagles, Cowboys, and wait, who else is there? Who am I forgetting about? Redskins and Giants. Giants. So, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants. Or we've got Packers, Bears, um, Lions. Lions. I mean, the Bears are tough. The Packers are going to have Rodgers again, but their defense is certainly bad. Luster. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings. I, I mean, Patricia might help it a lot. We saw Dan Quinn with the Falcons, but yeah, I mean, the Giants' defense was pretty bad last year. Um, it may it, their, their line is probably pretty good this year. Though, I line. think the Giants' defense will be good this year. Yeah, and then Eagles' defense was good. Yeah, and then um, the Cowboys is. 
pretty mad. Is, how, how many games does Sean Lee play? Like, that's how many <laughs> games they're good. Like, that's literally yeah, the yeah. question. <laughs> so, uh, Kurt True. Cousins might have some better options as far as, you know, like, <clears throat> that goes in terms of, you know, like, shootout games. Because, like I said, playing <clears throat> Rogers for a couple times, like... You're go- he's going to have to keep up in those games. He's going to have to keep up with Stafford. I think the Chicago games will be lower. So that's two games each year that might be lower. But like those, there are four games where he's going to have to score a lot of that for sure. So yeah. that's a plus. But um, I mean, basically what it comes down to is Kirk Cousins has a better everything else around him with an unknown offensive coordinator. Because he has, I mean, he has Dalvin Cook, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, whereas mm-hmm. Smith, and a, and a good offensive line, whereas Smith has a mediocre offensive line with Chris Thompson and I don't even know their wide receivers, Jordan Reed, a Josh Doxson, and yeah. then they have, but they have Jay Gruden. Yeah, like I said, I, Alex <laughs> Smith will have to throw more than Kirk Cousins will. I'm pretty sure of that. But <clears throat> the, the Kirk Cousins might be way more efficient based on the personnel <clears throat> they like. That's that's the that's the big thing. So, right, like, exactly. I, like I said, I think like I've got the volume and efficiency kind of balancing out in it, and that's how I, that's why I have him finishing the same about. It's kind of like Drew Brees last year. He their team was very good, so he didn't have to throw the ball as much. And I think that'll be similar with Cousins. They just need him to complete the throws that like when they ask him to not throw the ball 60 times a game. Whereas Alex Smith will probably have to throw the ball 50 times. Yeah. And that, and like I said, I honestly, the biggest difference between them might be the rushing. Like that might be the deciding factor because Smith always rushes more. They've got no good running backs now because they adamantly don't want to sign another one. And like I said, Kirk cousins, like he's not going to get those goal line rushes as much. Like he just won't like he, he won't, he probably, like I said, I've got him at four because he usually gets four, but I probably should change it to two or three because if you have Murray and Cook and you can throw to Rudolph and Diggs and Thielen, why why would Kirk Cousins run it in? Like right, he won't. Uh, he won't. He'll be like Brady back there. Throw, he'll running it in. will be QB sneak option. Yeah, because Kirk gets you like a hundred yards rushing a year, whereas Alex Smith gets you like let me see like. Where do I have that at? He gets you like three or four hundred a year. Yeah. So that that's that's a that's a big chunk. Like three hundred a year. That's the extra. Like I guess at thirty points, and he right. he he might get you know four or five rushing touchdowns because aside from Jordan Reed, like where are they going on the goal line? Cricket. Yes, <laughs> we had like five seconds of silence because yes, who else are they going to on the goal line besides Jordan Reed? Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, like we legitimately cannot answer that. Like, cricket, cricket. Yeah. Cricket, so, cricket. like, uh, like uh, that's that's not like the a ghost number. of Darius guys. Yeah. There's like there's not a number I can put on that aside from like <laughs> number of good options. Like, okay. So. so the golden question: You're in the draft and you've got the same odd pick and you can take Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins who are you taking well I'm gonna I'm gonna pull apart your question a bit and look at their ADPs Kirk Cousins is quarterback 8 and Alex Smith is quarterback 20 okay Maybe. you can get so Kirk Cousins is pick 77 um so what in a 12 team league that's pretty much 
start of the seventh round, something like that. Let me. I know that's that's six round. I, my math is bad right now. What is it? Seven times twelve is eighty-four. So you have to take him in the seventh round. Yes, like middle seventh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Or. Yep. Or Alex Smith, you can get at pick one thirty-one, which is the like. End of the end of the tenth round, right? <laughs> is it really? Yeah, that's like end of the tenth, pretty much. One pick one thirty one. You got twelve times ten. That's one. That's one twenty. Then you then eleven more picks. So end okay. of the end of the tenth started like so the eleven ten turn versus you know like seventh round. So that's a big difference. Or is it sixth round? What am I doing? That yeah, that would be that. Would, I I I cannot math right now for some reason. Yes. Okay. So if all, wait, no. That okay. I am struggling. Let me let me start over because I'm gonna. I'm sound. I sound real dumb right now. So rewind. I'll, yeah. Rewind. 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 So if 120 picks goes by, that is 12. That is uh, 10 rounds. Right. Yes. That 10 rounds have happened. You're in the 11th. So Alex Smith is going at the end of the 11th round. Okay. Right. That's correct. End of the 11th. Can you can you check me here? So I'm struggling right now for some reason. I've still got like my post workout brain where I can't like connect thoughts sometimes. Um, because I came home and played Monster Hunter and just smashed monsters. Oh, that's pretty of, fun. Yeah, that was that game's so fun. Monster Hunter World is great. Anyway, and then Kirk Cousins. So let me see. You got twelve times six is sixty four. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. twelve times eleven. 12 times, is no, twelve times six. Sorry, twelve times six is seventy two. That was bad math. So you have to get Kirk Cousins at the start of the seventh or middle or early of the seventh. I don't know why it's the six times twelve is sixty four. Math is hard today. Um, yeah. But yeah, six times twelve is seventy two. Seventy two. <laughs> yep, because that's how math works. And then seventy seven would be five picks into the seventh round. So okay. So it's middle of the seventh or, you know, end of the eleventh. I think that's a big difference. That's a huge difference, <laughs> especially if, I mean, depending on what kind of league size you're in. Because right now, and obviously this will go up, Andrew Luck's going at pick like 91 right now. <clears throat> I would much rather have Andrew Luck than Kirk Cousins at at the same spot even. So. Oh, for sure. So I guess the difference is um, math, math failures aside. Wow, this is awful. I have, I have a degree in chemical engineering. and I cannot <laughs> do basic math. I'm not trying to like brag or tweet my horn. I'm just saying that like no matter what your degree is, you can still fuck up math no matter what. Like you're never smarter than a math error. Everyone does it. It happens. It's okay. You just gotta own up to it and admit it sometimes that we're all cavemen. Um, it's okay to feel sad, man. It's okay. Yeah, Let it out. I'm just trying to vent about it. Um, <laughs> on the upside, I just got a notification that some of my sh- shoes sold. So well, that's I'll, a you know. I'll, that's I'll, I'll I'll go on about this near the end of the show. That, I get too distracted too easily. Anyway. Um, back on track so um our 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 cousin kirk here um Mm. is good old cousin going going way higher in adp so i'm gonna stick with smith there and most our other would you rather is all similar adp but where i have smith and cousins so close together i'm gonna go smith what about you uh man this is i mean i neither but but if I had to pick one, um, okay, for for context, I can I can tell you who's going around 
um, both of them in general as well, like other like other positions. So Kirk Cousins, who here's who you can grab around him: um, Marshawn Lynch, Chris Hogan, Will Fuller, Devin Funchess, Robert Woods, Jags D, <laughs> uh, Jimmy G, Julian Edelman, Marlon Mack, Emmanuel Sanders, Carryon Johnson, Jordan Reed. I would rather take one of them and then take Smith. Yeah, so Carryon Johnson is going at 84. Emmanuel Sanders is going at 83. Like, I would just take... the value around Cousins. There are so, there are so many, AJ. There are <laughs> so many good quarterbacks yeah, that's in the, the thing. league now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you don't need to take him that early. That's To me, that's a waste. Yeah, like now, you could get foul, Cooper Because everyone like, in your yeah. league thought like that. You could draft him later. That would be fine. Now here's go here's who's going around Alex <laughs> Smith. Um DJ Moore, Chris Carson, and Joku, Devontae Booker, Kenny Stills. Like a guy like Kenny Stills, but like that's the point where like if I don't have a quarterback yet, I'm okay passing up on Chris Carson and D- David Joku and Devontae Booker to grab a quarterback. So yeah, especially if someone like Alex Smith is available there. Because yeah. you know he's gonna consistently get you a solid amount of points and you'll be uh, like that's just to me that just seems like such a smarter idea. He's not gonna lose. Like, uh, like there is all sorts of stuff about late round quarterbacks. There's like even like a fucking website about it. And like, um, what is it? JJ Zachary said on Twitter who he he answered our question on his uh, podcast. He does like the uh, was it late round QB podcast? And he like pretty much he he wrote the book about late round quarterbacks, I believe. Mm. And um can look it up for sure but um basically like so back in like 2012 ish or whatever like quarterbacks were going super early and this trend hit where everyone actually started taking quarterbacks later and um yeah author right. yeah so yeah he, he wrote this book about why you take quarterbacks late and then pretty much that pretty much like people had done it but he started the trend so and like basically the point is the value around all the spots combined with how many quarterbacks can get you solid weeks and how effective streaming a quarterback is like that's that's why i'm not taking a quarterback early in general and especially in a situation where i could pick between a seventh rounder and you know 11th 12th rounder i would take the later guy so would i rather smith or cousins it's smith because because of the value same i like it all right um (laughs) Next up, so um, that was our that was our dive. Um, I don't think there's anything else on here I would want to get into, but um, like I said, I think the biggest thing is I think Jake Rudin will get a lot of Alex Smith. I, a lot of people are thinking Alex Smith is just going to go back to old Alex Smith, who has a cap of 20 touchdowns and a cap of like 3,500 yards. I don't think that's right. Like I'm just being honest. Like Jake Rudin offensives always have more than like 4,000 passing yards. Like. Andy Dalton had, but he had 3,700 or whatever. And that, that's still enough to keep Smith afloat as a quarterback. And, like, what is it? Um, so, 2012, it was 3,727. Um, that's yards and touchdowns. 2013, it was 4,333. 2014, it was 4,418. That was a lot of yards with a combo of quarterbacks. Uh, 2015, it was 4,330. 2016, it was 4,925. That was Kirk. And then last year, Kirk had uh, 4,127. So, like, I think Alex Smith can hit those minimums easily. Like, I've got him conservatively hitting the 3,900. But that's, like, the lower end of a Jay Gruden offense. And the pass touchdowns of 23 
that's a, the low, one of the one of the lowest ends of it. So like conservatively estimating him into Jake Rude's offense by like combining that with what he's done puts him for me around where Kirk Cousins is kind of likely to be. I think Cousins he obviously has a ceiling that that is part of why he's being drafted higher. But I don't know. Like if I'm drafting a quarterback earlier, it's it's hoping I can grab Cam in the seventh or something. Like if I like if I'm if Cam falls to the seventh, I'll take him there. But I'm not taking Kirk Cousins in the seventh. Like the fuck you talking about? No, hell no. Yeah. Um. Oh, let me see. Let me look up Kirk Cousins on this consistency stuff. Where has he been on this? This is interesting. So Kirk Cousins, he's been a quarterback one. So this is over. Actually, let me look at the last three years. So that's why he's been a starter. Um, that would be good to do. So, Kirk Cousins, over the last three years, he's been a quarterback, top six quarterback, 29% of the time. Um, he's been a quarterback one half the time. That's pretty good. Um, problem is, he's been outside the top 24, so he, uh, being a bust, he's been a bust 21% of the time. That's a kind of high amount. It's not, like, huge, but... 21%, I mean, huh? Yeah, um, that's, let's see, that's just... It's, Worse than Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton. Those are, <laughs> they all have lower bust percentages than him. Obviously, they don't have as high of um. Actually, no. And then Ben and Dak have higher QB one finish percentages. But um, yeah. So I don't like what will happen. Yeah, I guess I'll, I like I like the consistency data stuff because it's kind of like gives a better perspective on it. Alex Smith has actually been a quarterback one half the time as well, and has only busted 11% of the time. Now, he's only going to be a quarterback one, sorry, he's going to be a top six quarterback for you only 22% of the time, though, which is a little lower, I think, than what Kirk had. Yeah. But um, they have the same percentage of quarterback one finishes. Like, sorry, like top 12 is what I mean by quarterback one. And then Alex Smith busts less often. So, yeah. Um, Smith is also a QB two more often. Which, I mean, that's kind of what you are hoping for him. But, yeah. Well, like, let's say you were doing a 2QB league. Oh, Alex Smith that... is the perfect guy for that. Right? Oh, exactly. my God. He's perfect. Like, you can get him and, like, I would pair him with Mahomes or something, even. like just <laughs> That would have... be kind of funny. <laughs> just because, like, he's, he's the perfect, consistent guy to pair with someone with a ton of upside who could have some ups and downs. Like, Honestly, like Smith and Eli, like if I'm in a super flex redraft and I get Smith, Smith and, and Eli, Eli, oh my goodness! Like I don't hate that because Eli, it's probably gonna have some up and downs, but Smith will be pretty he consistent, will. I think. So, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Death so taxes. What I'd rather. Being inconsistent. <laughs> uh, yeah, death taxes in the Eli face. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial Tim and Odell was hilarious. Um, anyway, which one? The one oh, where they're like dancing. It's um it's like it's like I had the time of my life. That was, oh, that was right. terrible just now, but and I owe it all to you. Uh, I, it was good, yeah. it jogged the memory. Yeah, and so like he lifts Odell up or whatever, right? Yeah, he's yeah, like that one was great. <laughs> but so yeah, so some some more would you rather like I said, we're picking Smith because of ADP mostly. Um Yeah. But, okay, actually sorry, but one more thing. What are like so I think I think Cousins will finish a little higher than Smith, probably, but not by much. So what what percentage chance would you give that Smith 
gets more fantasy points than Cousins? Do you think it's 50-50? Um, do you think it's 40? What, ch- what percent chance do I think that Smith has more points than him? Yeah, so, like, like so 50-50, like, I guess, like, 50-50 is it's it's a coin toss on how, who has more points. Do you have, like, 60-40, like, 60% chance Kirk has more points, 40% chance Alex has more points kind of thing? I think I reliably think Smith will have more points, so I'd say, like, maybe 70. Oh, so you think Smith will have more points than Kirk? Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. see for me, I th- I I don't think I think it's pretty even. It's not quite fifty fifty. Like I said, I think I think just with the offense, I think Kirk could have more points. But like I said, I've got him predicted pretty closely. So I, I guess I'll say what like fifty five forty five cousin Smith. But like I said, the ADP difference okay. is huge. So exactly, the ADP difference is huge. I just think like the chance that. Smith does have more points. Like, I just think the volume is going to translate a little more for him, which is like kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. I always look for the volume. And I just, I think Minnesota's got a more complete team, so they won't have to rely on Kirk as much as they'll have to, uh, the Redskins will have to rely on Smith. And I think Smith is going to perform because he's good. Exactly. And I was kind of, I guess maybe it was a little biased. And I thought Smith was unfairly treated a little bit. Eh, a little bit. But I mean, I think Mahomes will be good. So. I mean, he got a job. He got money. I oh yeah, they they got a rookie. They got a young quarterback. Like, it was, it was time. He played it like Alex Smith played as well as he could have. So like, I'm, yeah. And also, I think it, I think a change was just needed because, I mean, I'm just might be Andy. I, you can get into how Andy Reid coaches in the playoffs, and we can talk all exactly. about Donovan McNabb and everything in between. But <laughs> that would take forever. So let's just move on to our next one. Um, our next would you rather is Wentz or Watson? Uh, Carson Wentz of uh, the Eagles or Deshaun Watson of the Texans? Which W would you prefer? Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I would prefer Watson. Um, I picked him over Wentz in our dynasty league. Um, I, it's part of it was the four point passing touchdowns and 1.5 interception knock that bumps Watson's rushing up a lot and his play style up, and also. Like I said, I don't think Wentz plays week one. Like, I, if I had to bet money on it, I would say he won't. So, and Watson, by all means, seems fully recovered. And his, this, if I'm drafting a quarterback that early, Watson's ceiling is, it's bonkers. Like Watson's ceiling is, like, unfathomable. Yeah, the ceiling is the roof for... <laughs> <laughs> Like, the limit does not exist, however you want to put it, like... <laughs> the limit does not exist. <laughs> like, like it's, it doesn't, like... I know, like, he won't Calculus produce that all season, but, like, he w- like he will have games where he just wins you the week, and it will happen. That's the, it's, that's just the, how it's going to be. So Yeah, I mean, you're right. Because he still has Hopkins, he's got... Will, like, he'll have a healthy Will Fuller. Now they've got Kiki Kuti, apparently Braxton Miller's better. Um, I guess Jordan Akins is kind of playing okay. I, I don't know. The tight end doesn't matter as much, but maybe if Jordan Akins pans out, that'd be good. I dropped him in our dynasty league, and Bobby Kelly picked him up. Darn you, Bobby Kelly, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Um, I've got Jordan Reed. So um, Jordan Reed. Anyway, but yeah, Watson has a lot of weapons on it. The defense will probably be better, assuming there's healthy people around, which might limit the number of times he has those huge games. But like. Bill O'Brien's kind of a dick, so I don't think he's going to, like, let up a bunch, right? <laughs> no, 
For sure not. Because he he was under Belichick, right? I believe. Bob, yeah. Yeah, or Bill O'Brien played under Belichick, right? Yeah. Yeah, B O B. Call him Bob. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, Bob. <laughs> You'll be the rapper, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So, be- anyway, yeah. So he has that Bill Belichick in him of kind of being a dick. So, <laughs> like, he's gonna run up the score at times just because he can and he just wants to. I don't. I don't. And also, look, here's the big thing. Okay, is there more film on Deshaun Watson now? Yes. Will the Texans have a full offseason to put plays for Deshaun Watson in? Yes. Like, that's the thing people are forgetting is that Deshaun Watson came in for Tom Savage after a full offseason of Tom Savage played, whatever you want to call it, because Bill O'Brien was dumb, and honestly, Deshaun Watson saved his job, and was it the GM took the fly? I don't know. Bill O'Brien <laughs> should be thinking Deshaun Watson and trying to get him as many points and yards of touchdowns as he can. But yeah, when you, like I said, you. All right, here, let's 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 do something fun here. So Watson's got right now Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller. Once has maybe Alshon. Okay, we'll say Alshon, Aguilar, yeah. Wentz, Ajayi. I mean, Wallace, Mike Wallace. Yeah. So hopkins is the best of all of those but aside from him obviously the eagles have some advantage but i mean it's not like there's i don't know i don't think there's a huge discrepancy and i i i would say zach they have a better line the, yeah they, they have have much better offense yeah the texans offensive line is doo-doo fat hot garbage <laughs> that's important like is it as bad as like Oh, they gave away their only lineman to the Seahawks. So like, <laughs> it, was, it was also trash. Yeah. Oh, man. Take my trash. Please do with it as you will. Yeah, so, like, they have a bad offensive line. That does hurt. That's that's the big – obviously, Deshaun Watson can scramble and work on the move well. Exactly. That's but, why it doesn't affect him as much. Yeah, it's, but, it's like a Russell Wilson thing with him. But, yeah. Um, the circus show. Let it start. Yeah. But <laughs> all that being said, is it's just a lot about me saying I would rather have Watson because was it these guys are similar ADP – um, was it Watson? Is Watson's going like quarterback two right now, at thirty eight overall? Good lord! Course, I would I wouldn't take him before Wilson or yeah or Rogers, but I I would put him right after Carson Wentz is quarterback five at pick fifty six though. But the thing is, if I'm spending that early of a pick on a quarterback, it probably wouldn't be either. It would probably be Aaron Rodgers. I I think I wouldn't pick one of them. But like if I'm at pick fifty and you're I guess even say we'll say pick forty five, and I have to take, and I have to take a quarterback. I'm picking Watson over Wentz. I guess even even with ADP, I still take Watson just because I think he has the potential to win me. I there will be yeah. three weeks where Watson just wins it for you. I think yeah, he gets like thirty six points. And I, I if if I know a player is pretty much giving me three wins, that's like. I don't think it's outlandish to say that with Watson, and I f- think that's very valuable. It's hard to argue. Watson I personally is, like. So good. I was gonna say like, long term, I would want Wentz. I think he'll have a longer career, and I think he's doing pretty well right now to stay with the Eagles for a long time. Mm-hmm. But this year, I'm expecting a bit of regression out of Wentz and uh, Watson I, too, I guess. But yeah, but I think. I would take Watson. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I guess I kind of answered the long-term question by taking Watson over once in our 
dynasty league, but exactly. At least for the next four years, I don't know, but and it's fantasy too. Like I said, Watson's rushing ability. Not to just say he's black, he could run the ball, but like he is athletic, he could run the ball. <laughs> Very. I mean, what he had. I mean, the Cincinnati game, like he had that long rushing touchdown. Okay, let me let me tell you his yards per carry last year. He had. Oh goodness. 269 yards on 36 carries. That's just under seven and a half yards per carry. So, <laughs> regardless of what color skin Deshaun Watson has, with not without stereotyping him, he can run. Can he also throw? Yes. Damn, he can throw the ball. But for fantasy, he can run, and that's what we like for fantasy. Yes. So multiple points. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is a mobile or anything by any means. Like he can still like move. But, I mean, how much after the injury also? Like, that's a big thing. I mean, yeah. So Yeah. Well, I also think it's possible the Texans can win their division, whereas I think the Eagles have their work cut out for them this year. It'll be a tough division. For the Honestly, the, I think both are – like, on, okay. So, Colts will have luck. Jags True. are still going to be good. Yeah. Um, and Titans. Yeah, I think the Titans like they were a playoff team last year, even though they shouldn't have been. Like so. Yeah, but I think all four teams have a shot to win the division. Yeah, that's gonna be one of the better divisions. I mean, it's obviously the NFC South is always great, but like. Oh yeah, that's like one. That's gonna be. I one mean, of the, the best, the best divisions is gonna be what the AFC, the AFC uh, East, right? Yeah, that's it. That controversy. Who will come in Last. second? What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I was discussing this. Are is it possible? The three other teams in that division are the three worst teams in the NFL, like the Bills, Patriots, Jets, or at least Bills. So not Bills, sorry, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, not Patriots. I sorry, I read that wrong. Right, right. So Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Could could they be the three worst teams in the NFL like this year? They could. I don't. I don't think the Jets will be, but I think the Dolphins and the Bills are the two worst teams this year. <laughs> like, uh, I feel the Dolphins always get wins though on some obscure team. I don't think the Dolphins will be, and a couple of the I they to me they had a good draft. I don't know, like know if you agree, but they did get some really good players, I, especially defensively. So like I'm not totally shitting on the Dolphins yet, like I have been with the Bills, who I think will be probably one of the worst teams in football, if not the worst team in football. But you have a couple other teams that are really like down in the dumps right now. Not sure what's happening. Like, I just, like the Buccaneers with, with Jameis. Yeah, the Bucs will be pretty – I th- I think the Bucks can be worse than the Jets, but, like, I think the Bills are going to be the worst. Okay, who do the Dolphins have on offense even? Like, well, They lost Landry. Yeah, they, they lost got, their best offensive piece. They have Amendola now and Albert, Albert Wilson with Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore. So it's, like, Danny kind Amendola. of a ragtag. Devontae <laughs> Parker. Devontae Parker. Ryan Tannehill. Like – that's the big thing. I don't know. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is good enough to salvage stuff out of that, but that's a different... They traded that. their center, Pouncey, to the Chargers, so their line is a little bit worse. They'll probably get hurt there. How That's how it works. That's also accurate. <laughs> so bad for the Chargers, man. It was like supposed to be their year. Now they're having all these injuries. I'm like, it's not going to be their year, is it? <sighs> I feel bad for Rivers. But um, anyway, so I guess... Between Wentz and Watson, Watson is our choice. Or are you mm-hmm. thinking, okay, Watson this uh, year at least. Yeah, I'll take Watson. I'll take Watson this year. Pretty firmly. Feet, but... Firmly. Firmly. Grasp it. 
<laughs> Firmly grasp. Okay, are we next up? We got uh, Cam Newton or uh, Tommy Avocado. I'm also known as Tom Brady. Oh God. I was uh, was I was reading the t- like this two QBs draft guide and they like had Tom Brady throwing an avocado instead of a football and that was great. <laughs> but yes, it so, is football shaped as well. Yes, so we've got Cam Newton of the Panthers. He um, is usually pretty good. Sometimes up and down. He's had a couple rough years, um, but he's 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 usually a top five quarterback. And then obviously we know what Brady is. Um, their ADPs are pretty similar, I believe. That's why I picked them. Let me look up for sure. They're like next to each other in a Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. He is going at pick 57 about as QB6. Tom Brady is going at pick 42 as QB3. Wow, um, that much sooner than Cam, huh? Yeah. But do you agree? I would take Cam over Watson. I would take Cam over Brady. I'll take Cam over anyone but Rodgers or Wilson. And that's not even at ADP. That would just tell me who was the third, your third favorite quarterback this year. It is Cam, like just as a total points thing. And the fact that he's going even lower than those guys makes it even sweeter. So yeah, it's hard to believe he's going so low. Even even straight up, even if they are both pick pick fifty seven, I would take Newton because Wentz is right ahead of Newton right now. I would take Newton over Wentz easily. I like I can see people not wanting Cam because maybe they don't know his supporting cast as well as like Brady who has you know fucking Gronk and everything but I think Cam's got some weapons now. Christian McCaffrey's in his second year and he was really useful last year. They just got DJ Moore who I think is going to be an immediate impact on the mm-hmm. offense. Greg Olson is back and healthy. He's good without Kevin Benjamin. Um and I th- I think Cam is starting to reach that point where he can't be inconsistent. Yeah. Like, I, I think he is reliable. I'll also, say that. they let him run again last year. That was a big thing. 2016, mm. I tried to like have him run less because like they were about him getting hurt. And he only ran um, 90 times versus last year he ran 104. That's 50 more rushes. Right. About 400 yards difference. Like, because was the 2014... And 2016, he was QB 17. Those were some down years for him. He also missed two games in 2014. I missed a game in 2016 and also rushed less. But every other year, he's a top six quarterback. Rookie year, quarterback four. Uh, 2012, quarterback four. 2013, quarterback six. 2015, quarterback one. That was he just blew. That was his MVP. That was what his Super Bowl going year, right? Was he MVP that year, right? Which year? 2015. 2015. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, last year, quarterback three, like, I, I don't, he runs the ball. He's, he's getting better as a passer. I think a little bit. He is. I can it's actually a little astonishing to me that Tom Brady is that much higher than him. And it's, it's his name. It's cause his name is fucking Brady. Yeah. Tommy avocado, man. Tommy fucking the plant avocado. man. Um, but so, okay. Cam's got DJ Moore. Strawberries. He's got okay, Devin Funches, who is a good a good second receiver, so I guess having more in Funches is a decent. Apparently, Curtis Samuel will be getting healthy or whatever. Um, yeah. Curtis Samuel is whatever. Um, they've got um, – they added Torrey Smith, who might not do much for himself, but will help Cam by just being a deep guy there. Um, Greg Olson, if he's healthy, that's good. They've got McCaffrey. They have C.J. Anderson, 
which as much as I've shot on him, he's he's decent. That's who it is. I was one. Yeah. I kept forgetting who they I signed at running back. The the knock on Cam is going to be one of two things. It's going to be the offensive line's already getting hurt. Andrew Nolan yeah. is already like hurt. Is he did tear his ACL or something, or is it not as bad? It was bad. Was it an ACL? Let me look up Norwell. The uh, Panthers lineman. No, no, Andrew Norwell. What says he's on the Jags? What? Oh yeah, he's on. No, Andrew Norwell's Jags. Yes, he just got traded there. It's, it's um. They lost Norwell. They they lost. Sorry, they lost Norwell and tra- Andrew Norwell to play in trade. Who they who did they lose in the who fucking got hurt? One of the other one of the linemen got hurt. Um, te- I can look this up. Team. Silatolu, is that him? Maybe. Oh no, it was Daryl Williams. That's, That's it. Who. Yes, Daryl Williams, and he had He's an MCL. Uh, yeah, he dislocated his kneecap and tore his MCL early in training camp. Um, that hurts so bad. Dislocating your patella, fuck that. Oh god. Yeah. Um, let's see. They're one of their guards is week to week. Like they, they have some injuries on the line. Uh, hopefully Matt Khalil plays better. But um, so yeah, so they lost Andrew Norwell to the Panthers. Right. And then to um, the Jacks. Sorry, the Jacks. Sorry, words are hard. I can't do numbers. I can't do words. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I only know. I only know. Smash. Pick up. <laughs> put down. Muscle. Calm down. Ah, <laughs> it's like I'll just start like going whole rage mode. I would like when we start talking about some like situation. I hate like every time I talk about the bills, I'll just start slamming the table. Ah, start smashing tables. <laughs> Tyron, Tyron, Trey Ham. Yeah. Ah, oh, God. Oh, Bills. We should on them so Professor, much. calm down. <laughs> it's like a it's like a hybrid of like Hulk screaming and um Arnold Schwarzenegger yelling like ah <laughs> I'm sure this is great audio I'll stop now um um where was I you like anyway, that fun here so Andrew Norwell lefty Panthers is on the Jags Daryl Williams of the Panthers is hurt um yes. so that's one knock on Cam was the line but like I said he can move well that's a plus um he's also as much as he's gotten quote-unquote hurt he hasn't missed many games in his career he's only missed three games in his career Jeez. yeah so i think he might have left some early at some points but anyway basically the point is he's only like fully missed three games despite his physical play style he's just fucking enormous six five two fifty so yeah he's a freak can't he's teach huge. that um and also the other thing is North Turner. We I don't no one is sure how Newton and North Turner will mesh. Um my one worry here this is I feel like this is a this is a legitimate worry is um what is it? North Turner said he wants to help Cam get his completion percentage up and whatnot. Which I hope doesn't mean like I hope that doesn't mean oh he we're gonna turn him into a pocket passer. That that because that experiment failed. Like Yeah. He's a good quarterback. But you gotta, you gotta let him run. Like, you gotta, like, you gotta let him be free. Yeah, he improvises. Yeah, because when they did that, like in 2016, they didn't let him run. They tried to make him a pocket passer. That that his percentage was was lower because like he was more predictable because he wasn't being him and he wasn't as confident and as big for a quarterback, especially for Cam. But um, 
That's my rant about Cam. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, we know what Brady does. Um, I mean, okay, who, who are you taking? Are you taking Cam or are you taking Brady? Oh, I hate Brady. Absolutely <laughs> taking Cam. Well, yeah, I guess you're a biased <laughs> Jets fan. No, I mean, it, it's actually tougher than I'm kind of what, letting what it if, on. What if their ADP is the same? What if, like, you're at pick 50 and they're both there and you have to get quarterback? Then I would, I would probably take Brady. So, like, flat in a vacuum, you have Brady scoring more points than Cam. I have him being more reliably consistent than Cam. Like, I just know Brady's going to get me some some odd points every game. And I know his division's weaker. So I have, like, six games a year where I'm going to get, like, at least 25 points out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's yeah. got the – he has to play the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins twice. Yeah. Tom... I mean, the Panthers have to play the, the fucking Saints, Falcons, and Buccaneers twice. So that's, mm-hmm. I mean, Buccaneers. But – yeah, so I, the one thing that Tom Brady does have is the last three years, he's been a top 12 quarterback like on a weekly basis, uh, 68.2% of the time. Um, that's second only to Sean Watson, who obviously has a super small sample size of seven games. But an end where Cam's been a top 12 quarterback pretty much 20% less often, about just under 50%. So like that's the big difference is obviously Brady's not going to be a huge bust for you either. But um, No, he's just like... I, the past couple of years, Brady has stepped it up fantasy wise. Like the yeah. past few, like he's the thirty-eight and on, he's just been like on fire. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of. Although last year he didn't have as many like huge week winners. He was a top twelve guy for you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't bust much. He was, but he only he was only a top six guy. Uh, was about nineteen percent of the time, which is pretty low. I think. Well, he was the he finished as the number three quarterback, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like looking at with Drew Brees. Like, and I like Drew Brees obviously as a as a quarterback. As a Falcons fan, I don't. Um, was it Drew Brees? Like he he was good. He was like pretty good on the season, but he was only like a top twelve quarterback like a fourth of the time. But I think he finished like as a as quarterback what ten? I think <laughs> maybe something like that. Yeah, because he was you know, he was quarterback ten last year. But he was like hardly ever legit QB one for you. But he just wasn't ass. Right. Well, it says well Brady. So Brady averaged nineteen points a game. Yeah, I don't. And that was with week one where he got ten against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and then week thirteen where he got nine against the Bills because I think they scored on them in every that, other way. That is the big thing. So with Brady, the last few years he's kind of tapered off in the playoff, the fantasy playoffs. That's yeah, that's kind of what I was well, looking at. Because actually, not so much 2016, but he did. Yeah, like in the fantasy playoffs, the last three years, he's had at least one game that's just boned you, and like you're not benching games. The problem, right? Yeah, he got 11 points week 14 against mm-hmm. the. Well, that's a, that was that Dolphins game. Don't put him in against the Dolphins when it's in Miami. That's the <laughs> yeah. Rule. That's so they randomly won or some shit. But like, right? Like he'll blow up for you, but like. Each year in the playoffs, he's had like a game that's boned you. Like so, it was Miami this last year. Um, year before, it was the Denver game, which was probably predictable. Um, let's see. Last the year before, it was a Jets game in Week 16. Um, same with it. Same with 2014. Wow, Week 16 Jets seem to have Tom Brady's number. But they um, do. I don't know. <laughs> I, he was still good, but I think the. I don't know. I think. 
I don't think he beats last year's numbers, though. Does Brady beat? So he just under 4,600 passing yards, 32 passing touchdowns. Does he beat that this year? How many yards? Um, 45, 76 yards. 4576. Good lord. Oh man. He's got Gronk to throw to. I think he'll get over 4000. Like he'll get he'll get over 4200. Uh, we'll hit back. Like Gronk's okay, the only good receiving threat is Gronk. Like if we're being frank, which I know you're Mozzie and I muscle, but if we're being frank, <laughs> Gronk's the only good pass catcher there. Like legitimately, uh, like high level. Uh, I, th- I think I think trading Brandon Cooks is gonna bite him in the butt. Or oh, see, so yeah, I don't think so. I don't think losing Cooks will do anything to the team. Okay, but I oh, think okay. Edelman not being in will for a little bit. There, uh, I mean, he he did it last year without Edelman. Like, who's who's the deep threat now that Cooks is gone? Hogan. Really, Chris? Yeah, Chris Hogan's a solid deep threat. Okay, That's actually. Like, how I- most of his touchdowns were on deep balls But he, he's nowhere near Brandon Cooks' level, though. No, of course not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't uh, – he he will take that role, I think. But, like, I, I guess I'm asking, like, who legitimately will threaten defense deep? Like, I, I don't know that Chris Hogan keeps defenses as honest as Brandon Cooks does. And I feel like the no, – especially the first, I think those I think the first four weeks are actually going to be a big struggle. Like – I'm. I haven't thought about this much until now, but like, who do they play their first four games? Because that's important. That's true too. But like, because was it Michelle and Rex are hurting right now? Like, I don't know how that'll go early on. They might both be eased back in. They've got Gronk to start, obviously, and Chris Hogan, I guess. But like, no Edelman early on too. Like, I don't know. I feel like that it could be problematic. So let me look at the Patriots schedule here. Um, Patriots schedule. I could think Google's a thing. Um, Texans, Jags, Lions, Dolphins. Okay. Oh, dude! First game of the year is Texans Patriots. Yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be great. That so I lit. I don't know how the Texans will be just because. Oh, they'll win. Texans will win. You said. Yeah, Texans are gonna win. Yeah, it's. If if the D line's all healthy, that's gonna be tough for Brady. Oh my god! Because yes. that's the Cloudy one thing that's what the one thing that has historically pro- given Brady problems has been elite pass rushes. Yeah. Right, like look at the Giants, like because you need to be able to bring him down with a few guys so you can keep your secondary yeah. stacked yeah. up. Like you gotta cover and like you you need to keep them covered for two and a half seconds, pretty much. <laughs> But um, yeah. There's that. Then the Jags are the Jags. They're still an elite defense. Yeah, and it's in Jacksonville. The Lions. I mean, they have Darius Slay. That's about it. And, yeah, um, it's in Detroit. We'll see how Patri- Patricia may make that interesting though. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the Dolphins. Yeah, they'll dilly walk the Dolphins. But yeah, in New England at least. Yeah. <laughs> so on. I don't know. Those like, especially those first two weeks might be really rough. I don't know. They should be. I hope they are. They're very rough. <laughs> I know. You, I know you just personally don't like Tom Brady. I don't. <laughs> but like, like I respect him as like he is of a course. he is really good. Like he's a good fancy player. But 
No way I'm taking him ahead of Cam straight up. And then considering the ADP difference, yeah, I don't know. Like for me, it's Cam easily, but I don't think it's. I know it's not easy for you, but it's easy to me at ADP. It is. Yeah. yeah like I'm not taking Brady th- at the third. I would much, much, much rather take Newton fifth. But if I had the option of taking both of them, like right there, it would be tough for me to pass up mm-hmm. on just having Brady. He's so reliably good. Yeah, exactly. And I just, like I, I like Cam too. It's just like maybe it's a. I don't know, previous like recency bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel. Like, well, see, what were they both last year? Because Tom Brady was the QB two. Yeah, the, they were they were two and three respectively. So huh. who is quarterback one? Russ. Yeah, Russ. Duh. Russ. So yeah, they were quarterback two and three. So it's, it's splitting hairs, but yeah. Um. Lastly, Goff or Mahomes. Um. This one is tough for me. I don't have I don't have as much of a passion for either of these guys. So it's going to be well, the reason that I like the comparison is because I feel like people are blowing Goff up for some reason, like he's suddenly very good. I didn't get that impression from him last year. All right, let's let's take a look. I, not not like, a deep dive, just the splash in the cake pool here. Um, let's see. I mean, his, his ear was nothing to Goff at. I mean, like. okay so he was it he he okay here's the biggest thing with Goff. he attempted only 478 passes that's low that's really low yeah i think like even if he's not as efficient because he was efficient like stafford throws like 100 more than him stafford has thrown like 700 before (laughs) <laughs> but like look, no no shitting like i mean i'm just gonna pull it up right now i'm pretty sure he's thrown like Might i think well. he's like 761 year let me look. i think you're right and it um, hurts a little yeah 2012 727 that's brutal so like his rookie, fucking arm aside man. from his rookie year and his software we got hurt so like since 2011 his lowest pass attempts was last year and it was 565 stafford's career low for a full season is 565 Past <laughs> 565 is his career low. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. For a full 16-game season, that's his career low because he has rookie year, and then he got hurt his next year. So, like, yeah. Goff's so. best year, he throws 80 passes less than Stafford. Yeah, well. obviously Goff's had a year and a half, but. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying is I, I do think Goff's attempts, like, I, I don't think they go down, do they? Like, the, the team didn't get worse, and I don't think his attempts go down. Most would say they got better. Yeah, their defense but, is even better. Which I think I don't. I think that's. I don't think saying the defense is better. What kind of like? I don't think that directly correlates to Goff doing less. But like, no, they got Cooks too. Yeah, they got rid of Sammy Watkins, and Cooks is Cooks is an upgrade over Sammy Watkins. Let's be Let's be honest. Aside um, from the red zone, <laughs> Sammy Watkins is better in the red zone than Brandon Cooks, and I will stand by that all day long. But, and that's a that's a long debate to have. I, th- I think for the role they may want, Cooks might fit that better because at, he's he's what he's a premier deep threat in the league. That's not, that's not debatable. He is mm-hmm. a premier deep threat, but he he doesn't he's not like a big red zone guy. But that's no, what, he's not. That's what Gurley's for. That's what Cooper Cup's for, actually. But um, which is interesting to look at because Cup had a ton of red zone targets. But um, he did. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, Woods and Cup are good. Two of the receivers. Cooks is there. The tight ends will probably get better. They have Todd fucking Gurley. Um, I don't see. Goff was what quarterback twelve last year. I mean, I th- I think him finishing as quarterback twelve is probably kind of accurate again. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what. Where is he going right now? Let me look at where Jared Goff is going. He's probably going around. He's going as QB thirteen. So like he's he's going, a, pretty much where he finished last season. So that's. I mean, not bad. He's going 105 overall right now. Okay. Um, Mahomes. Mahomes, it's, it's really like, I think Goff is pretty safe. Like, he's not going to go back to Jeff Fisher. Efficiency. To Jeff Fisher offense. Je- yeah. Je- Jeff efficiency. Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> that's, that's that's what it is now. Jeff Jeff efficiency. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, apparently, well, we missed Jeff Fisher Day. That was um, August 8th. 8-8. I thought it was seven and nine. I thought it was July July ninth. <laughs> no, and then J- I guess Jason Garrett day is nine seven, right? <laughs> but you're you're gonna be you're just gonna feel disappointed for some reason today. You're not gonna know why. Yeah, <laughs> but you're gonna clap about it, <laughs> and no one's gonna tell you to do anything differently. <laughs> God damn it! And Fucking your boss is still gonna say you're great anyway. Um, and everyone's gonna ask why you're still there. <laughs> um. Mahomes is going as quarterback 15, um, just five picks later. So it goes, it goes Goff, then it goes jo- Duke Johnson, Chubb, Vikings D, Matt Ryan, Mahomes. I would probably take Matt Ryan over either, but we're not counting him right now. Yeah, I think that's a little ludicrous that Matt Ryan is after Jared Goff. I would take Matt Ryan over Jared Goff any day of the week. Right. The, Sarkeesian, <laughs> the Sarkeesian slip, as they may say. <laughs> yeah, for real. It, it's different than the Freudian slip, but anyway. Um, so Hopefully. yeah, it's Mahomes or Goff. It's they. I mean, I feel like it's a clear, like, safety or risk reward. And like, going back to super, I would love to have just take both these guys back to back in a super flex or something too. That would be ideal too. But um, mm-hmm. like Mahomes could be anywhere from. Okay, let me. He's you know, one, Sorry, go ahead. There is one thing that I don't think people are considering with Mahomes is that he might be a pretty good runner in fantasy. Yeah, I, I need to look at how he is in college with his running legs. too. But Mahomes is – like everyone's saying like, oh, Mahomes won't be Alex Smith or this, that. Alex Smith was the best deep throw in the league. And I, <laughs> I said this on our last fucking podcast. Mahomes might just be that fucking good at throwing the deep ball and none of us know it yet. So Yeah, like, he might be. And like – He'll hit tighter windows too, probably. Like I'm. He also has literally the fastest wide receiver in the league. Yeah. To catch his errant throws, should they not be perfect? And you know who they added? Point. They added Sammy Watkins. Who, <laughs> even though we, you just kind of like, he, he, the the red zone threat and the deep threat that Sammy Watkins is. I will go back for Sammy Watkins as well. Um, like, he's got. Okay, so he's got Travis Kelsey. Who apparently is one of the favorite targets in camp. Um, he's got Hill, Watkins. He's got Hunt and Ware. Like you said, Kelsey. Yeah, I said Kelsey <laughs> first. That's how okay. I started with. Okay, okay. Because apparently he's been one of Mahomes' favorite targets in camp. I would, th- I would hope so. So I mean, like, between the two, if we're talking Goff and Mahomes, I'm personally leaning Mahomes. I don't know it's, about you. I, it depends on my – considering assuming it's one quarterback league, it depends on my team I have. depends what I want with my quarterback. Um, 
Also, Mahomes rushed some in college. Um, it, he was mostly like red zone rusher, like touchdown right. running in. Because he only averaged like three yards a carry, but he got 22 touchdowns. So it's, it was kind of like a case of like the Cousins. He has mm-hmm. a case of the Kirks. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. He, he end zone, like, he's an option, like, because he is athletic. But um, it, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of like Winston in a way, like, where Winston, like, he's athletic, but he's not, like, he's, Winston's not a run first quarterback, but, like, he can move it. He can, like, get it. Like, his rookie here, he rushed for six touchdowns, even though he only hit 200 yards. Like, right. He still scooted a bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of quarterbacks that, like, can scoot it in. I mean, McCown is one of the best examples. Like, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's not like a huge rusher, but like he can, he can pop it in there for you. Scoot it. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys who like come five yards away. Okay, so last year McCown five rushing touchdowns, 124 yards. It's like that's that's what I think Mahomes could do is give you a few extra rushing touchdowns. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So they took Mahomes with what the tenth the tenth overall pick last year, right? Yeah, they traded up for him, right? Yeah. Was it 10th? I thought it was like, it might have been 10th, actually. Sure, it was 10th. I think I just saw it, maybe. I thought it was a little lower, but like it's right around there. Because I know I messed with Josh about them reaching, but no, he's really good. 10th um, overall pick. You got yeah. it. When you trade to pick 10 for a guy, like... Also, it's hilarious to think that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes went at the same spot in the draft. But that's a different discussion. Or not Patrick <laughs> so not Josh. Josh Allen went higher than Patrick Mahomes. Josh Rose went in the same spot as Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Josh Allen went at pick seven this year. Mahomes went at pick ten. There's a there's one that I would much rather have. But anyway, um, <laughs> Mahomes is going as quarterback fifteen. Like, I don't see him finishing much lower than that. And if he does, it wouldn't be by much. It's just because because there's a large number of quarterbacks like here's the thing like there could be 20 guys this year who are all completely viable it could be like you're like it could be like 2015 where a ton of guys score a ton of points like but um i don't think mahomes would finish much lower than qb 15 like he might be like qb 18 at worst but he could also be like qb 5 for all you know yeah i think he i I'm kind of in on the hype for Mahomes, I guess. I th- I think he's going to be good. I mean, both teams have good weapons. Like, is is the thing. They really do. Um, I guess not. Not to like. I I think Mahomes might end up in more shootouts. Is the biggest thing, um. Just because the Chiefs' defense is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's, it is now. But, the, but the thing is their offense is is really is going to be really good like they have enough weapons that like they can keep up so like i mean i mean the the falcons in their super bowl year their defense wasn't that good and they played above expectations in the first half of that super bowl tears <laughs> but tears. um but like their offense was just supreme and they kept up with everyone like that's that might just be like i'm not saying the chiefs are a super bowl team but like the Chiefs can keep up with anyone, even though the defense is going to be bad, and that's going to be part of it too. Like, it's hard to predict that kind of thing, but if you just like it, it makes sense. I feel like to an extent. Yeah. Like how, mean, ma- how many Reed wins his division all the time? He just I can't mean, win the playoff game. I know Goff probably won't pass less than last year, but like, there there are going to be games like last year where 
he passes 20 times, 25 times. They're fine. Gurley does everything. Like The thing with me and Goff is I get the feeling he's a little bit more of a product of the Sean McVay system than – I like, I don't want to discredit the guy. I just think that between the two, the more important offensive mind on the field is, is McVay than Goff. I think Goff is more like – systemic like just doing what McVay wants him to do I which I don't know like sort of disagree yeah so okay like it's also I mean, gonna, you it's saw how be much, a, like the change in offense change between Fisher well, and McVay. it was also Jeff Fisher like Fisher to anybody would help <laughs> Fisher to me would like I kind of <laughs> I like not to <laughs> okay maybe not that bad but like like Mike Malarkey would have been better than Jeff Fisher like I think John Fox might have been like it's a, it's a, it's a Jeff Fisher, but anyway, what I'm saying is like McVeigh is gonna look like a fucking god among men because he went from Jeff Fisher to being one of the best offenses in the league, and like yeah, they're one of the best offenses, but it was from what the abysmal Jeff Fisher era was. So that's why it's, it's such a huge contrast. Like I, golf looked worse last year than he was. I think one because it was Jeff Fisher, and I, he was a rookie. Like this is a sophomore year. There's always a sophomore jump for quarterbacks pretty much in general and then like he's gonna have another year to learn the system too like i know that sounds stupid and typical but i mean i don't think goff's gonna regress i mean what if he just gets better well what i'm saying is if he is gonna regress it's because the offensive scheme regresses this year which i can see happening and if he's a product of that then he's gonna go along with what happens to the team it's like, wait, basically what I'm saying is if their offense doesn't run on all cylinders this year, like it did last year, then it's like golf will have lower numbers essentially. And uh, that playoff game with the Rams, oh, <laughs> they against, against the, the Falcons, Falcons. Yeah. They put up 13 points with that amazing yeah, offense. Dan Quinn exposed them. Exactly. If some like, and that people catch on quick in this league, and if mm-hmm. teams already found out the Rams' number, then they're going to have a rough season putting their offense together. And I don't think Goff is Wentz. I don't think he's as good as Wentz, like based on when they were drafted, like in their you know. Yeah, I, I mean, they're they're really different quarterbacks, and I think they both got they put in, They both got put in the right system too. Like I don't think Goff would be good in Wentz's system. I don't think Wentz would be good that great in Goff. Like they would both be worse in each other's places. Like. Once, once they did a lot of good stuff for once, they like did a lot of good stuff for Goff. They like, I mean, they 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 did what a fucking coach should do and as cater their system to their players. Like, right. which it sound it's it sounds so simple, but it's so bizarre and foreign to some of these dimwits. But anyway, <laughs> I, I I guess another tangent. But um, <laughs> I don't. I think Goff is Goff is like your typical your prototypical guy. And like he's still a good, I think he's still good. I mean, Wentz is flashier, yeah. But yeah, I, I, that's what I mean. Like, I think Wentz sort of has that it factor. And he I, does, I, and Goff doesn't. But that, like, in terms of fantasy, like, he can be consistent, but he's not going to have that super high ceiling. Yeah, because okay, Goff had a couple good games last year. Um, I guess it goes his huge, his his really large games were. San Fran, Giants, Houston, and then uh, Titans. 
the and those were all pretty I'm pretty sure those were all pretty bad past even and, and New Orleans so he did good against m- most of his big games were against really bad pass defenses that was like the big knock on him was like he did well against bad teams and good teams like the Vikings and Jacksonville and early Seattle could shut him down which was true mm-hmm. so I mean it's it's I, I I guess I do like your point about how much can McVeigh adapt this offseason to what opponents figured out and what he can exploit from there but I like McVeigh I think he'll be able to yeah, I just I, I, I think there'll be a little trouble in paradise for a minute possibly yeah just with that whole team good mm-hmm. god although they're I, I mean aside from the Niners like I don't the Seahawks got the worse. Bowl, the the Cardinals aren't that great. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. I, I, that that this all being said, going back to do we want Goff or Mahomes? It's it's really close for me. Um, hmm. Man, I don't, so you said Mahomes, right? Yeah, I would take Mahomes. Gosh, I don't. Is it, it? It really depends on how my team's made up. Like, well, what about if you were in a two QB league? I would like both. Um, okay. I get like I, said, like I think I mentioned like right away. I was like, if these if this was a two QB league, I would take both because that would be a preparing. <laughs> like it's it like the Smith and Eli thing. Like if I could, I, it depends on who I could pair with them because like it's. I think like I said, golf is probably going to be about the same as last year. QB twelve thirteen fringe guy. Mahomes could be anywhere from eighteen to five. Like. I don't. I don't know where he'll fit. Like I don't know where he'll finish. It's a big thing. Like, I okay. You know what? I'm gonna say Mahomes as well. But here's my reasoning. So in a one quarterback league, I'm taking Mahomes, um, because I can stream a quarterback. Um, if it doesn't work, um, that's the thing. Like, who who does he play early on? Let me look at that. Um. Chiefs schedule. So he gets the Chargers, Steelers, Niners, Broncos. I mean, it's kind of a rough first week, but like, on like, or you're gonna know kind of quickly if Mahomes has it or not, and you can move on from there. So it may sure. it may not necessarily be a. If I have to take one and I can't change all year, I'm taking Goff, but because I can play fantasy football with the waiver wires. Um, that's how it works here. Um, if you don't know about fantasy football, um, there's this thing called a waiver wire, where in one quarterback league, you can usually find a quarterback every week to play that'll do do well for you. Um, last year, honestly, like Scott, we, we nailed a lot of our QB streams last year. Oh, yeah. Blake like, Bortles won me my fucking championship. Yeah. I didn't pick him up in our league because I was too, too <laughs> pussy to follow on my own. My, I, need, I need to have more balls with my own takes. <laughs> don't don't let me don't let me flake on my takes this year. I'm, I won't. I'm gonna hold you to your takes because you were yeah. really hot, good on them, and then like there were just weeks it. you didn't do it. If I'd be like, like, don't flake on your take. Don't flake on your take. Don't flake on your Blake take. <laughs> Blake's the kind of flake that you ain't got to take. Flake won me my league. <laughs> did, you say, did you say flake or Blake? Blake. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Blake. Yeah, so if I have to use it one all year and I can't change, I'm going to go Goff. But if I'm allowed to change, I'm going to go Mahomes. 
You know who scored more points in fantasy last year than Jared Goff? Who? Blake Bortles? <laughs> Blake Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I get that logic. Honest, I think Bortles has a good year. I love Bortles. Man. Last year, he was QB 13, and that was like his worst year. Right? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Bortles. His last year was the year bef- like before last because he like he had one good year and then he struggled. In, well, his rookie year, year he was QB twenty four. He didn't play a whole year. Um, twenty fifteen QB four, twenty sixteen QB nine, uh, mm-hmm. last year QB thirteen. So like he's a okay. He's a good fantasy asset because those legs. Oh bottles! And I mean the other impressive thing was how he finished. Like he yeah. ended the year so twelve to sixteen weeks twelve to sixteen he got twenty three twenty five eighteen twenty five and twenty five points like with yeah. some varying decimal points. Yeah, no, because we because <laughs> we talk, I remember talking about how easy his last like several weeks of schedule were. Right. Yeah, that's that's fun. Um, Bortles all the way. He's the goat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that um. And that concludes everything for our uh, quarterbacks episode. Um, got some news in too. Man, I'm so glad it's football's here. Even had another draft uh, yesterday. That was fun. Um, so we had our dynasty draft. We had that going. Um, so I'm just excited that football is around. Me too. In fact, I can just watch preseason. Just anything at all. Just let. Just talk about the players. Ugh. Yeah, let's see. One's, we've got games Thursday, right? I think that's when they start again. Thursday? Yeah. So, let's see. Thursday, we've got Eagles, Pats, Jets, Washington, Steelers, Packers. So, I guess the main thing from those will be watching Darnold. Um, right? I think that's pretty much the only main thing. Um, I guess so the Redskins, making sure Josh Doxson's all healthy. Packers, I guess, hopefully Cobbs plays and stuff. Steelers, it'd be nice to see AB get a series, but he probably won't consider it. He was like kind of limited lately in practice. Yeah, yeah better rest him. I said I'm just. I said the rookie quarterbacks are the main thing. Ooh, in a week, um, next Monday we get uh, Ravens next Monday night. That's fun. See some Lamar action, dude. I'm so hyped. <laughs> hyped for Lamar. Yeah. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I am for real. That's what that's what he's gonna be. That's what that's gonna be Lamar. He's gonna be like, I am for real. That's gonna be him during the season. As he throws another touchdown. Yeah, he's gonna be like, it's gonna be like rushing touchdown number seven on the day, and he'll throw in <laughs> seven more. That's. <laughs> oh, Lamar. What do you? I hope he does well. What? Starting a full season, he can he can be the quarterback one, right? Like. What do you mean? Like, if Lamar, like, you probably won't start all year this year, but like next year, Lamar Jackson, if he starts all year, he can be the top quarterback, right? Like in fantasy. Oh, I have no idea. That's I gonna. Mean, I mean, like whew. that 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 possibility's there. At least I think it is. But I don't know yet. That I don't know. Not this year. No, no, no. I guess he probably won't start this year. But I mean, if even if he gets the last six games or something, he could be the top scorer. Those like, on average, of the last six weeks, like his rushing ability, I think, puts him instantly up there. Like, I mean, we saw Cam's rookie year, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's always something to consider. 
it's just hard for me like the ravens it's just hard for me to be like yeah. oh yeah offensive powerhouse the ravens but fuck maybe he's the spark they fucking need cameron for 14 touchdowns his rookie year 14 huh that's insane yeah but, that's um, more than zeke did his freshman year let me, let me look here <laughs> um i know i don't know now um uh 15 for zeke Ah, oh, damn. So You're close. close. That, was, that, was, that was a good... I had to think about that. That was good. Um, let's see who I was going to look up. But yeah, Vic. Where's Michael Vic at? I mean, look up Michael Vic. Because he, he obviously is different. I, I'm not saying oh, yeah. Michael Vic, but... um, He had fucking like two careers when he was with Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, was... and he came back and bought out again with Andy Reid. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I like Lamar Jackson. That's just, this is just me talking about players I like now. Um, mm-hmm. Before we close out, Lamar, I, I don't know he he can be like a stud for fantasy because of how fast he is. Like, <laughs> I'm not did gonna you, like put him on Deshaun Watson yet, but I'm hoping that's what ends up happening. Did you see his uh, rushing touchdown? Uh, yeah, from, yeah, that it was, was dope. That <laughs> like the the ability. Like the ease with which he jukes someone out of their trousers is is absurd. <laughs> Skewed about. Like, it's like okay. Not, I'm not saying it's Chris Johnson, but like, I, I, I mean, Chris Johnson had this uncanny ability to like make people miss because of how fast he was and how good his footwork was because he could cut so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, Lamar Jackson like did that. It wasn't as like, it wasn't as fast and impressive, but like. How quickly he can shift and make someone miss was absurd. I don't know. Swagger step. He ran for more yards than Barkley last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think. I think that's right. So, get at me. Um, (laughs) Get at me, Bill Polian. Come fight me. I'll beat your old race assassin to the ground. (laughs) So, of all the rookie quarterbacks, who do you like the most so far? Is it Lamar? Um, I mean, okay, I just, for fantasy purposes, like, if Lamar Jackson gets in, he's going to be absurd. Like, that's, but, like, as far as, if I had to pick one for this year, okay, so I, I think, okay, let me go through this. Darnold and, Darnold and Allen will probably start the most games of the, of the five. I think yeah. Rosen will start the, he has the third best opportunity to start the most games. Right, like, he'll start once Bradford gets hurt. Or maybe sooner. <laughs> like, if like if Rosen gets in like week th- like three or four or something, then give me Rosen. Like, I think Darnold might play the whole season. But, I think he could too. Yeah, like same with Allen, but the Bills are the Bills. That. I mean, the Cardinals have enough okay weapons. I I think that they could manage because they have David Johnson, and Larry Fitzgerald. That's a good start. Oh yeah, it's so, a great start. Yeah. Um, I, I think I do think Tyrod Taylor plays most of the year in Cleveland. So I, don't, I do too. Yeah. But as like like I've said before, Josh like Josh Rosen was is like the best quarterback of the draft. He's like the most ready. Like and real NFL especially like and even fantasy is pretty good. Lamar Jackson my number one fantasy guy just because they're running. Mm-hmm. But if I I'm like if I were one of the teams and I'm like I need a quarterback to start today, I'm picking Rosen. So okay. I still stand by that. He's he's still the most ready. Baker looked good, but I don't know. I still think Rosen's the most ready right away. Yeah, let Baker sit for a while. He was he's he showed promise. He was, mm-hmm. he was good. Yeah. Let's just let him sit, learn. 
Tyrod's Tyrod's good. I think Bradford's really good too. He's just never you know healthy. Yeah, it's it's a good situation for Ro- like it, a lot of these guys got good situations. Um, yeah, apparently is, Bradford is really mentoring Rosen. Yeah, like, their interview with like their did you see their interview with Kurt Warner? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. great. It's like like Bradford and McCown are being super helpful, and then um, I, t- apparently Tyra's being helpful for Mayfield as well. Mm-hmm. Flacco's yeah, obviously well, Flacco's like fuck off, kid. This is my job. Yeah, he's <laughs> him. And, he's giving the big men treatment. <laughs> Which so is it's, it sounds it's it's not what you think the bit is. I feel like I've realized saying the big Ben treatment could have mean a lot of things. Um, mm. uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what <you> think? <laughs> um and then the implication. obviously like who the fuck's gonna teach Josh Allen there? Um <laughs> yeah, they I, all want I, to. I, but I, I'm, I'm keeping Nathan Peterman as far away from Josh Allen as <laughs> I can. If there's one person I don't need teaching Josh Allen, it's Nathan Peterman. Josh Allen, can, Josh Allen can make enough bad decisions foot. on his own. <laughs> you see that? Lean onto your back foot, close your eyes, and launch it up. Now, what That's... you do is you let your <laughs> starter get hurt against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you go in and throw an interception to end the game. All right? That's, That's how you do it. <laughs> God, the whole world knew that was coming, and that was the funniest thing in the world. Um, Man, I can't – how – I can't – I know. the bills suck that has been this episode of mozzie and the muscle i thank you all for listening on on this episode of why the bills suck yeah (laughs) the bills are the tyron um no oh apparently before we end um apparently it's actually like like tyrod instead of tyrod is it yeah um one of his like that's like it's like tyrod like or tyrod like it's not like ty it's just to like he never corrects anyone, but like if someone like asked, like or like I guess it's to his teammates, they'll be like, yeah, like Tarad. Or like his coaches will call him Tarad. I guess on Hard Knocks they did. Interesting. But, like everyone, but yeah, like it's it's not. It's apparently it's actually like like Tarad or like 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 Tarad or something instead of like Tyrod. It's an interesting thing. Your name. You have to like let people know how to pronounce it. Otherwise, nobody ever will. It's like Alvin Kamara, right? Camera. <laughs> Alvin Camera. Alvin Camera. Alvin Camry. Alvin Camera. <laughs> Calvin Camry. Oh my God. Calvin Carey and and Mark Mark Emblem. Who? What? Mark Ingram. He's Mark Emblem now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotta so mark your Emblem on Calvin's <laughs> Camry. Oh, oh, that's God. enough. That's enough. I think we're good here. All right. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> thanks for tuning in everyone thanks again guys <laughs>